Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. The Supreme Court has cleared President Trump's administration to start barring most transgender people from serving in the armed forces. The vote was five to four down ideological lines. Joining me is Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr. Well, Greg, we've been waiting for this one. Tell us more about it. We have, June. Uh, the lower courts had blocked the administration from putting the ban in place, and the Supreme Court today stayed those lower court rulings, which means the Trump administration can go ahead and start banning most transgender people from serving in the military while this litigation plays out. A big win for the administration. We don't have any explanation for what the court did, so it's hard to say too much, but it certainly at least suggests that ultimately the court will hear the administration's appeal at some point and uphold the transgender ban. Might the case have been decided differently if Justice Anthony Kennedy were still on the court, or is that too speculative a question? Well, it's certainly speculative, but I I think we can say that there's a reasonable chance that would have happened. Justice Kennedy, of course, was a champion of gay rights for much of his time on the court. And that, you know, we can think that perhaps that would have made a difference for him, that Justice Kavanaugh, who succeeded Justice Kennedy, was in the majority here. On the other hand, in Justice Kennedy's last term, we saw him do a couple things that might have suggested he would have agreed with Justice Kavanaugh. First of all, he upheld, voted to uphold Donald Trump's travel ban, showing that he was very sympathetic to claims from this administration that national security interests drive a particular policy. And then there was another case involving the gay couple who went into a Colorado bakery to try to get a cake to celebrate their wedding. And Justice Kennedy, in that case, did not side with the gay couple. Instead, set aside an order from a Colorado Civil Rights Commission uh, that had favored the couple, saying that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission had been hostile to the religious views of the, the bakery owner. So there are some mixed signals there. Might well have made a difference. We just can't say for sure. Let's move on to the mystery case tied to the Mueller investigation and involving an unidentified foreign-owned company. What happened there? The Supreme Court said, we will allow this company to file a sealed petition for review, known as a cert petition, with a redacted copy available for the public. And then the court released that redacted copy of the appeal. It doesn't shed a whole lot of new light on it. Uh, We do understand that this case involves a grand jury subpoena by the special counsel's office. We know it involves an unidentified company that is owned by a foreign country. The legal issue involves the scope of the Foreign Sovereign Immunities Act. The filing that we got uh, doesn't provide a whole lot of additional information. The parts we can see are mostly about the legal issues. But we know it's, it's now here. The court called for a response in a matter of a few weeks. So uh, it's at least possible that the court will at some point hear a case involving Robert Mueller. How rare is it for the court to hear cases under seal? Almost never. Uh, I am not aware of any time the court has decided a case completely under seal. And one of the best examples is the case involving the Pentagon Papers in, in 1971, Uh, In that case, the government asked the court to hold part of the argument behind closed doors, and the court said no. A divided court said no. We're going to do this in public. The court did let the parties file some briefs under seal. 
but they at least wanted the the bulk of the case to be on the public record. That involved the secret history of the Vietnam War. So the court has also agreed to hear a case challenging New York City's gun transportation rules. Tell us about that. That's going to be the first Supreme Court argument on the scope of the Second Amendment in almost a decade, if you can believe that. The court has been repeatedly saying, no, we don't want to get involved. In this case, this is a challenge to rules in New York City that sharply limit where people can take their licensed handguns. It essentially says you can take them unloaded and and locked to a practice range uh, within the city limits, but you can't take them even if they're locked and unloaded outside the city limits. You can't take them to a second home outside the city. You can't take them to a, a practice range elsewhere. The Supreme Court is going to decide whether that violates the Second Amendment and the rights of licensed gun owners to have guns with them uh, at places outside of their home. So, Greg, since it's been almost a decade since the court took up a Second Amendment case, do you see the reason as being that there's something about this case that's drawing the attention of at least four justices, or is it the change in the justices on the court? I think there's certainly some pretty strong grounds to say it's the latter, that Justice Kavanaugh joining the court. We've seen from his record on the appeals court that he is a pretty strong advocate of Second Amendment rights. And he uh, replaced somebody who, while he went along with the decisions back in 2008 and 2010 that, that said that the Constitution does protect individual gun rights, Justice Kennedy never showed any indication that he was uh, especially enthusiastic about being aggressive. And in fact, there are some indications that we've gotten in the year since that decision that Justice Kennedy insisted on some language in those earlier opinions that limited the reach of that individual right, said that, you know, the government still retains the right to, say, a bar convicted felons from, from carrying firearms. So we may see a more aggressive Supreme Court with Justice Kavanaugh in enforcing Second Amendment rights. Now let's get an update on Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Is she back at the court this week? She is not back at the court this week. The last word that we've heard is that her recovery is on track. The court is now about to go into a four-week recess. She has, has a few public appearances that she has canceled in the next several weeks. But the real next point we're going to be looking at is when the court comes back on February 19th or possibly February 20th to hear their next arguments uh, and possibly issue opinions. We'll be looking to see whether she has returned to the court and, and gone on the bench for those cases. All right. Thanks so much, Greg. That's Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.